All right, so the topic for the day is the divided kingdom of Israel. What was the divided kingdom? Where was the divided kingdom? And why was the divided kingdom? Well, the story runs basically like this. In the days of Saul, David, and Solomon, there was a united kingdom of Israel. But in the days of Solomon's heir, due to some bad government, the north and the south started to build some conflict, and that conflict erupted in 931. 931 BC, and the north split off from the south. And in this great divide, we wound up with two kingdoms in what we know as the kingdom of Israel, the northern kingdom and its capital of the city of Samaria, and the southern kingdom and its capital, Jerusalem. Now, most Christians don't even know there was a northern and southern kingdom, but there was, and it actually endured all the way through the rest of the story of ancient Israel. And everything that you know about Israel really would be characterized by the southern kingdom. That's where Jerusalem was. That's where the temple was. That's where the sons of David reigned. So you might be wondering a little bit about what the northern kingdom was and why it was. Well, you want to turn in your Bibles, if you want to understand, to 1 Kings chapter 12, where the split first occurs. And the situation is that Solomon had been hard on the northern tribes, and he had weighed them down heavily with taxation and corvée labor. And they came to his heir and said, look, Rehoboam, the heir, lighten up on us and we'll serve you. But Rehoboam refused. And when he refused, all the leaders of the northern tribes said, that's it, we're out of here. And when Rehoboam said, well, then I'm just going to go after them and wage war and bring them back into the kingdom, a prophet came to speak to him and said, no. In 1 Kings 12, uh, verse 22, but this word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, say to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, the king of Judah, to the whole house of Judah and Benjamin, this is what the Lord says, do not go up to fight against your brothers, the Israelites. Go home every one of you, for this is my doing. So there clearly is a sanctioned political divide in 931 BC, but there was a portion of this divide that wasn't sanctioned. And so we keep reading in chapter 12, and we learn that the king of the northern kingdom, Jeroboam is his name, said to himself, the kingdom will now likely revert to the house of David if these people go up to offer sacrifices at the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. Indeed, they'll fight and give again their allegiance to the south, to Rehoboam, king of Judah. They'll kill me, and they'll return to the south. So, after seeking advice, Jeroboam the king made two golden calves, and he said to the people, It's too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And one he set up in Bethel, and the other he set up in Dan. And this thing became a sin and the people went even as far as Dan to worship there. Now Dan and Bethel are actually the northern and southern boundaries of this new kingdom. And so the king of the north is making sure that none of the populace go down to worship in the south. Hmm, that would be a problem. In fact, it would be a theological problem. You see, God had allowed the political divide, but he would not allow the theological one because Israel only has one God and Yahweh is his name. Now, if you looked into that passage very carefully, you would see that the king of the northern kingdom makes his deities in the form of calves and says, Behold, O Israel, the gods who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Have you heard that line? Yes, you have. 
in the unfortunate incident at the foot of Mount Sinai, you heard that line. And so your narrator is telling you that what the king of the northern kingdom has done is equivalent to the Israelites making a golden calf at the foot of Sinai. And this is not to be tolerated. It's another god. Another insight here is that the symbol of the deity of Canaan, the indigenous deity of Canaan, is a golden calf. Yes, because Baal was the indigenous deity of Canaan. So what has Jeroboam done in the north? He's taken the symbol of the indigenous deity and he has mixed it with Yahwism. In other words, he's created a syncretized religion and he's calling it Yahwism. He's calling it the worship of Yahweh. And you know what? The guys in the pew don't know any difference. So do we think that pluralism, calling God by any name and deciding that it's okay, is a new problem? No, it is not a new problem. It's an ancient problem. In fact, there are some out there that might think that what the king of the northern kingdom did was a brilliant exercise in contextualization. He chooses the symbol of the indigenous deity. But the prophets, Hosea and Amos and Micah, call what Jeroboam did idolatry. Because what he does is he mixes and confuses the identity of the God of Israel. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God and you shall worship him and him alone. And so what happens in the Northern Kingdom because of their syncretized form of Yahweh is that they're judged. And in 722 BC, the Northern Kingdom will collapse and will disappear from the pages of history. And it is only the Southern Kingdom that will endure. And it is only the Southern Kingdom that will eventually return from the exile and birth the community that gave birth to the Christ.